3: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call one 800 gambler twenty four seven, or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential
2: services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.
4: always Follow the money. That's what I always say. Always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN. You're looking for a betting edge on Sunday's games. We have you covered here at VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to every pick by every host and every guest. The tools like the betting splits, the deep dive betting reports, limited time offer, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up for only $9.99. slash subscribe. Mike Pritcher joins us now. Played nine years in the NFL. Former first round pick. MVP of the championship team at Colorado and a VEASAN host now as well the talk uh, championship sunday your uh, former teammate and buddy eric b what do you think he should do now and go exclusively shotgun with mahomes in light of what you saw sunday and the the jogging session yesterday
5: yeah great to be with you guys by the way um you know it's interesting because we saw patrick going in a straight line mostly um and, and i think going in a straight line he proved that he could do that in the game uh, even though he was hobbled back then but now he's going through treatment Uh, He's going through some rehab stuff, and maybe the ankle's feeling better. But I I think they got a really good tape job on there uh, as well as a a brace. But, you know, in the pocket, you're going to be moving side to side. You're going to be taking quicker steps. You're going to have to push off, too. Uh, And that's something that Patrick Mahomes said in a press conference, that I'm going to push off uh, to feel what it feels like, to see what it feels like uh, that way. So uh, what we're watching right now in terms of the video and going straight ahead and bouncing on that, I mean, Uh you have to tolerate the pain, right? Uh, and I think that's something Patrick can do. Uh, he's, you know, he's dislocated his kneecap before. He's a tough, tough kid. Um, but I think he's still going to be compromised. Eric will keep him in the pocket. He'll become a pocket passer. Uh, Paulie and Mitch—they changed their offense based on what Anarumo did to them anyway. Uh, and that's, you know, trying to keep Patrick uh, contained uh, and preventing those big plays like he okay. wants to do a lot of times. And so they forced him to be more patient. Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy designed this offense for Patrick to be more patient. And that's what he's going to have to do uh, coming up this weekend.
4: If they win, how, how how compromised could he be in the Super Bowl?
5: Well, he's going to go through pain regardless. I mean, um, my own injury, whether it was a uh-huh. knee or, or an ankle, I mean, you're still going to go through pain. And I was getting my knee drained uh, three times a week. Uh, I think Patrick will go through a round of treatment uh, and rehab regardless of the outcome, certainly. Uh, now, if they win, they move on to the Super Bowl. You're looking at pain management, too. Uh, and so I, that that's a big deal because I, I think at this stage of the game, you're this close to the Super Bowl, you're going to do anything and everything you can to get out there. Uh, and if that's a Toradol shot, uh, I think that's on, on the table for sure. I mean, if it was me, uh, I, I would definitely be <laughs> uh, where's the Toradol uh, well, for this one.
2: So explain that then, Pritch, because assuming that he does get the Toradol shot, Mm-hmm. on Sunday explain what that does to the human body and then if they do win again like the impact uh of what the body goes through after that and then will he take another shot on Super Bowl Sunday in that in that situation
5: well I mean what Toradol does at least for me it turned back the clock I mean you go on on year nine out there and uh it turned back the clock at least four or five years for me and uh it it it's uh it's like a an anti-inflammatory slash uh, painkiller too right and and so, you don't feel any pain. Um, uh, and, and you feel a little bit, but not to the point where it's going to bother you and, and compromise you that way. But the biggest uh, side effect, uh, if you will, or positive side effect or positive outcome is the lack of information. So, I had mobility and, uh, and I had speed. Uh, and I think from an ankle standpoint, I, you know, there's not a ton of swelling, but it's so painful uh, from a high ankle sprain. And uh, if they really have a tight brace on that, fellas. Uh, then you are talking about pain management. So uh, if something can help you with that, then Toradol certainly can do it. Now, the after effects, obviously, is when it wears off, you're going to feel everything. Uh, the rigors of the pain, the rigors of being on, on starting and stopping on that ankle, that injury. Uh, and so you just have to go through the round of rehab and, and certainly uh, treatment again. And that, But that, we're accustomed to that. Uh, and certainly at this point, Patrick Mahomes uh, is highly familiar with that.
4: How would you try to take away and limit Kelsey if you're Cincinnati?
5: I don't think they can. To me, that's the matchup, fellas. I mean, you know, Kelsey, they can, they can, Eric can hide him around. They can make him an H back. They can make him a true tight end. They can split him out at wide receiver. Uh, They can put him in a backfield. They can motion him. Uh, And so if you're utilizing Kelsey that way, which he's the ultimate weapon, uh, then, you know, how do you take that away if you're Cincinnati? Because Cincinnati's defense, that's what they're predicated on. They want to take away the number one option. Go Go to Diggs. Uh, you know, go to any matchup that, that certainly would uh, a team would feature. Uh, if you even go back to watch that first game, they tried to do that against uh, Kelsey this year, earlier this year. So um, I, I think Eric and, and, and Andy Reid will certainly be more creative this time around with their personnel to help out Patrick Mahomes as well. Kelsey, he's the third okay. leading player in the National Football League with yards after the catch. Uh, and that's yeah. behind Christian McCaffrey and, and Austin Eckler, I want to say.
4: Okay. How about Jones? Now, does he wreak havoc here against this? Do we see now the issues with the Cincinnati offensive line in this Kansas City pass rush?
5: Yeah, I think um, Karras is back, right? The center, um, that situation. And, I mean, you know, the tackles, uh, the two tackles are compromised there for uh, Cincinnati. The right tackle was on skates against Baltimore. Uh, So if you're Spags uh, and and Kansas City, you're going to put Chris Jones on the outside to see if you can match up uh, against the right tackle. Uh, you're going to move him around. You know, DaQuan Jones was out for Buffalo uh, as well as uh, Jordan Phillips. He only played about 19 snaps. That's over 600 pounds of beef uh, that can <laughs> Cincinnati did not have to deal with, man, uh, out there in that in that uh, uh, divisional round. So this time around, they're going to have to deal with uh, Chris Jones uh, with those injured offensive mm-hmm. linemen up front. Okay.
4: How about the NFC game? And 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 do we've mentioned how you can beat San Francisco? Throwing deep, and time right. and time again, they've allowed the big play. Does AJ Green? Uh, excuse me. Does AJ Brown go off?
5: I, I I hope so. I mean, you you're looking at his props now. It's expensive. I think it's juiced up now uh, to go over uh, his receiving yards and catches. Over four and a half catches, I think is is what I want to say is minus one thirty five or something like that. I have to check it again. But uh, to me, he's got to be featured uh, in this game uh, because what what San Francisco wants to do with those speedy linebackers. Uh, Essentially, they got seven DBs on the field because those linebackers, uh, Warner and Greenlaw, they they run like they're defensive backs. Uh, And so they can take away a lot of things intermediate for uh, the Eagles. But what can't happen um, for San Francisco, and I don't think consistently, they can't take away the big play on the outside. What Kellen Moore did not follow up on is when he put CeeDee Lamb on the outside and he created that big play for Dallas if he would have followed up on that kind of concept or those kind of design plays, or those matchups if you will, I think Dallas would have had more success, but they stayed scheme oriented. I think the Eagles, by bringing A.J. Brown over, they told us, and they told me earlier on that they have a matchup now. A matchup for Jalen Hurts. And so, anytime you see a defense trying to take something specifically away, which is the middle of the field, then go on the outside and go outside the numbers and and feature a guy like A.J. Brown. So, I think the Eagles need to do that to have success in this game.
2: And, Pritch, that's the difference mm-hmm. right there there between OCs, right? You cannot right. compare Kellen Moore to former UNLV quarterback, current Philadelphia OC,
5: Shane Steichen. Come on, let's get real. Steichen's the real deal. He he is, Mitch. I've been highly impressed with him more as a coordinator than a quarterback <laughs> back in the day uh, when I was calling his games. Um, no, Sirianni's involved in that, too. Uh, but, you know, you know, it goes to Howie. You know, Howie Roseman bringing mm-hmm. these guys over and, uh, we call him Mr. Transaction because there's not a transaction out there that he doesn't like, right? Uh, and so he brings AJ Brown specifically, Devontae Smith to a certain extent too, and Dallas Goddard. Uh, those guys are mismatches, right? Uh, and I think if you're Steichen uh, and Sirianni on top of that, you have to find a way to feature that because from a from a scheme standpoint, a textbook standpoint, uh, that's Kellamore to a T. But I, but I do think Steichen has more talent in recognizing. Uh, certain matchups out there.
2: Mike Pritchard, our guest, former NFL wide receiver, current Vison host here on Follow the Money. It's V-CIN, v the Sports Betting Network. Uh, all year long, uh, you've been telling us about teasers that you like, regular season, yeah. end of the playoffs. Did you originally do a Bengals 49ers teaser? Uh, if not, did you reverse it once the Bengals were favored and do Chiefs 49ers? And if you didn't do that, are you going to wait now to get your chance to do? How are you approaching this this week with the, with all this, you know, the point spreads all over the board and with teaser right. possibilities?
5: You know, from a teaser standpoint, it was a perfect storm for me because uh, the volatility of news. Uh, and so we had line movement, right? And um, whether I was going to have an opportunity early on with Cincinnati to tease them up or uh, with the news about Patrick Mahomes and the injury to be able to tease them up. So it so happened during Lombardi line, uh, that line was moving. Uh, and Ben Wilson identified a, a quick moment uh, in which that line got up to three, uh, meaning uh, Cincinnati was laying three, right? For four minutes, I think it was. Uh, so I actually jumped on the teaser with the Chiefs uh, and, and certainly the 49ers. Uh, I got them up to eight and a half. I got them through two possessions. Uh, this year, fellas, we've had more one possession games in the history of the National Football League. Mm. Uh, and so I got through two possessions right there through the eight and a half. Uh, on the home dog now uh, with the Chiefs, although it could be a pick 'em, Uh And then certainly the road dog situation uh, with Brock Purdy uh, and the San Francisco 49ers.
2: So that did happen while you were on the air this week, just to confirm. There was one book yes. in town that moved to Bengals minus three for a handful of minutes.
5: Uh, about four minutes. Okay. Uh, ben Wilson identified yeah, real quick. Uh, you had to be real quick on that one.
2: Yeah, no kidding. So who's playing yeah. in the Super Bowl then?
5: Well, uh, in our pro football betting guide, I had the 49ers going in there. Uh, so I'm going to stick with that. Even though I got the teaser, certainly, I'm, I'm you know, I, I think the 49ers, uh, they have a great, great chance um, uh, to get the victory on the road, even with Brock Purdy. I mean, I, I had that conviction uh, with Trey Lance at, at the beginning of the year. And I had Buffalo uh, matched up, so obviously they got to wipe them out. Um, I, I think because of the injury, I like the teaser with the Chiefs, uh, but Cincinnati, man, they, they've been on a roll in back to back years. If they can solve the Chris Jones situation, uh, it, it looks like uh, Cincinnati is going to go back to the Super Bowl. All right,
2: buddy. Thanks for the time. As always, good luck with your bets this weekend.
5: Thank you. Good luck with yours as well. Yeah, he's
2: on Twitter at MI Pritchard. Played in the league for nine years. Current VC host. Great perspective there. And what uh, Mahomes is looking at with a turtle shot on Sunday if they win, the after effects of that. Up next, win some, lose some. We'll recap last night's betting action. How about this now? There is a 24 and one run currently going on.
6: What's up? I'm John Wall.
4: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by
2: DraftKings called Point Game.
4: Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at
6: BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night?
3: All I do is win, 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 no matter what.
6: Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a
3: loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some.
4: You believe it? It happened again thanks to Ian Duncan, Chris Otto, the guys who follow us year round in the NHL. Vancouver, goal in the first 10 when they're on the road. 24-1. and Seattle scored seven minutes in. Every game but one this year on the road. 25 games. We've seen a goal in the first 10 minutes with Vancouver. Crazy, Paulie.
2: I know it was Moneyline Marv back east who was surprised on Twitter yesterday. Wait a second, guys. You didn't put it in pocket? How? It's an autoplay. I will tell you that I searched during the show yesterday... And up yeah. to probably an hour
4: before face off last night, right? Yeah. I couldn't find it at a single book out here. It's funny, a lot of people like to poke fun at what goes on outside of Nevada. Mm. And we are awful in Nevada for menu and other eye Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You can't get a first round leader in golf. You can't get a goal in the first ten minutes of nope. a hockey game. You can find it anywhere. Yeah. Calgary, sixteen and three run. These are all on the road. Toronto, thirteen and two run. Washington, nine in a row. Dallas 8-1 run. Home. Ducks go in the first 10 at home 9 in a row. San Jose 12 of 13 overall goal in the first 10. Vegas is on an 11 and 1 run with the yes. Blue Jackets surprised Edmonton, they were 3 to 1. Home teams in the NBA went 8 and 2 straight up. Nuggets bucks under. 236 down to 227 and a half. Easy. 107 to 99. More on that coming up. Warriors Grizzlies over 239 and a half up to 246. You won if you got there early 242. Curry toss for throwing his mouthpiece. Uh, Jazz Blazers over 235 and a half up to 239 and a half. 134 124. Lillard was 60. Houston Central Florida over 122 up to 128. 82 71. St. John's Creighton over 150 up to 154. 104 76. Vermont. From five up to eight and a half, one by 25. Also when some Cowboys won a playoff game. Before the Orioles. I forgot about oh, that. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> the Cowboys got Great the one, playoff one. Yeah. <laughs> you have to admit though, that was a pretty good prop that I made <laughs> no, back in yeah. May. <laughs> because the Orioles looked like they were going to get in there. Yeah. Right? Sure. Absolutely. Subscribe. Be part of the team. vison.com cincom V-Syn Pro. You always want to watch the show and see these tweets and videos. Unprecedented. What happened last night. Tim Benz on the call. Loyola and Duquesne. Well, look at the an Uber Eats driver came on the floor. The guy for Loyola's got the ball in the corner. He's being guarded. He's ready to drive. And here comes the guy with the McDonald's. And look at this. He walks right on the floor, and the officials got to stop the game. I mean, here, here's the audio with the call, and Tim Benz take it away. We'll let it go into the bench, and Loyola would take over 10 minutes before we get a stoppage. <laughs> And we've got an official's timeout. And somebody came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. <laughs> oh, this has to be one of the all-time I, I'm actually not kidding. No, no, I, I this think, is the truth. I think
1: that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. looked like he... Maybe, was he going to deliver the, the McDonald's to somebody on the court? Can we rule that
4: out? He's... A <laughs> I mean... I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. Uber yeah. Eats, yes. Maybe I'll put my hand up. I'm getting a little hungry. You can bring it over here. So we saw the stoppage. The man was ushered. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the quarter. There court. he is. There, right no, no, there, there is. in the
1: like, Yay, yay. So this a, guy is a, actually,
4: who is he delivering it to? The ref, the 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 ref said later, give
1: it to me later, (laughs) not now.
4: Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance in the middle of the game. I I, I know, but
1: I'm not, well, the official out there, Tim, (laughs) he he distanced him like, I didn't say now, later. That's got to be unbelievable. That's got to be something that the highlight shows are going to have a blast with.
4: Has the guy never been to a basketball game? I have so many questions about this. The guy walked right on the floor while the game was going
2: on. One would be, now is it possible, right? Is it possible there's a small group of people like this person delivering Uber Eats who doesn't even know what basketball is? Oblivious to their surroundings. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Not a sports fan. Yeah. Never gotten into it. Doesn't yeah. under. Walks into the to the arena and like, well, what is this? This is odd to me. Yeah, but I got to find the person who ordered them. I'll just I'll walk
4: onto this court. I guess I, is this a big deal? Yeah. No, no clue. Absolutely clueless. Not a, not a bad move by the guy uh, who's taking the game and to say, let me get McDonald's. Although they'll rob you with the fees though with McDonald's. But, so this tried, is not good. Like, how about it's like Hoosiers where Hopper's drunk, comes running onto the floor. I know. It's like, what are you doing? Well, it's it's too dated. But Spicoli. Mr. Yeah. Hand, pizza yeah. over here. Who got the pizza? ordered pizza in class. Brilliant. <laughs>
2: right here. <laughs> um, yeah. the, uh, so also, like, the, the, are the concessions down at the
4: arena? The person ordered maybe Uber, bad Uber off? Eats? I don't know. Maybe it was just uh, day-old nachos and stale nachos but not having it. I'm telling you, if if Saturday night, if they don't, like,
2: SNL should do a skit on something like this. People yeah. that could get away with Uber Eats in various events. Can, you, can somebody get into the Super Bowl now? Is this going to be a scam? Hey, Uber Eats. Hey, we'll let him in. I got 19 cheeseburgers here. Here's my order, section eight, whatever.
4: At the opening of Circa, the guy who does the suits and the tailor for Derek Stevens ordered McDonald's at the pool. The the valet guy delivered double cheeseburgers to him. You're kidding. Absolutely. I was there. I saw it. I go, hey, Art, what are you doing? The valet. He goes, guy wanted, the guy gave me $100 to bring him a couple quarter pounders. (laughs) The tailor for Derek Stevens. Wow. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. This is a, yeah, it's a scene, man. Absolutely. Uh, I
2: watched that video seven, eight times last night. I was laughing for a half an hour. I yeah. sent it to
4: everybody that I know. Yeah, Like, you have to watch this. Unbelievable. <laughs> the concessions must suck at uh, Duquesne. They have to. Guy orders McDonald's. How about this? Matthew Berry. Not bad. You know, we talked about uh, Car- um, Dable yesterday with Coach of the Year. Uh, Berry brings up a good point. Dable did a great job. I'm a fan. But the preseason win total for the Giants was seven. They won nine and stayed healthy. Two games over expected. Two plus. Seattle preseason win total was five and a half. They won nine. And he made Geno Smith a thing. Made the playoffs. Yeah. And he made, who had Seattle in the playoffs? Everyone had him one of the worst teams in the league. Go back to August. And it was a conversation
2: between Chicago, Atlanta, Seattle. Worst teams in football. Houston right there with them. Yeah.
4: That's fair. Yep. Forgot about Carroll. No uh, doubt about it. The, the more I think about it, the more disappointed I'm going to be if Dable wins the award. Okay. I uh, concur. Lose some. Net sixers under 228, down to 225. Not even close. 137, 133 Philly. They're hot. And the Bucks from seven up to 12 and a half, one by eight. Denver sat everybody. It was supposed to be one of the marquee games. Big move and uh, the only one if you got there early. Lose some. How about the artist Banksy? This is a, he, he does this, I guess, from time to time. Mm-hmm. It's a stunt. He sets up a booth in New York run by a random person. No one realized it was real Banksy art. After seven hours, three people bought a total of $420 worth of art.
2: <laughs> and, and watching this That's- video, yeah, there's one person who comes in. He bought, what, four things? And he bought it. He wanted something on his walls at his new new place. As my wife said, who's a big fan of Banksy. um, this person walked in to put something on those new walls. Now that person can turn that into a mansion. That's,
4: that's how much this stuff's worth? Oh, millions! You're kidding? No, I am not. And this guy does it as a stunt on a regular this, basis, but nobody knows who he is. Nobody. So this guy, yeah. this guy made a fortune with,
2: well, the, it, p- with it, the pieces it, he bought. Once he finds out exactly what he, you know, fell into here, huh. he can sell it and just—that's it. There oh. you go, bam.
4: Oh wow, that is awesome. Great tweet. This uh, this is a lose some. That's actually a win summit now, it turns out, but a great move by Banksy. One lose some. Hey, eh, I'm going home. Uh Model Homes retired baseball stadium in Osaka, Japan. Look at this surreal piece of theater. Look at that. There you're living inside of a baseball stadium. You see the parking lot, then you see the home set up there? What the
2: It's a pretty amazing idea. Wow. I couldn't do it though, I'd be too claustrophobic. All right. I don't want to be that close. I don't want to be, you know, what I'm saying. You have to drive into the stadium every day to go home, and then there's, like, I don't, how many of homes are?
4: Right. Hey, boy. Win some some. represented by BetRivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at BetRivers.com. There yeah. you go. That's, we
2: understand they're model homes, by the way, yeah. but in that situation, if that's where people are actually going to live, uh, by the well, way. The setup,
4: the whole setup is nuts. Sure. Come on.
2: My number of how many jerseys, how many 49ers jerseys will we see in Philadelphia this week? And I said 19 and a half. And I understand. Look, I mean, they travel as well as anybody in the entire league. This is from Nick on Twitter. It will be way over 19 jerseys. You will be surprised. I'm a diehard Giants fan. And there are always tons of Giants jerseys there when I go. Niners fans travel. There's also NFC title Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
4: Absolutely. That's a big difference. They're flying from your West Coast. You're going to make no way. You cannot sell your ticket to the NFC title game. This is why you have the season tickets. They love this team. While you go, they're, they're fanatics. They've been a
2: machine all year long. No way. Niners fans do have a lot of money though. If people want to make some cash, they want to turn around and sell them on the secondary market. That's a possibility.
4: And Niners fans, Niner. the Eagles fans, they're they're rowdy. Niners fans can well, busting up with them as well. Well, Niners fans need to be aware made aware of what they're getting into. Oh yeah, I want to go on the road and, and watch my team play in the NFC title uh, game. You might catch a beat Again, you're you playing might earlier catch a today. To the head. Look what
2: happened to the Vikings fans when they traveled to Philadelphia.
4: Yeah, YouTube that. Mark Rosen and how Vikings fans were treated. yes. We'll
2: get to our in-pocket plays what we're betting on the docket today coming up here on Follow the
4: Money.
0: to determine the winner of any given college basketball game.
4: Someone gives you 10,000 to one on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling
2: before the end of the day. No way, I'll give you three to one odds. Nope, five to one. Nope, 10 to
6: one, you're
2: right Here we go with our in-pocket plays. I have added longest completion for Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, over 38 and a half yards. Uh, I broke this down in the 7.45 a.m. segment today, Eastern time of the show. If you want to go back and listen, search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcasts. But basically, it comes down to this. The Eagles rank fifth overall in pass- uh, passing explosiveness percentage, right? The the 49ers on defense are 21st overall. And in recent form, the Eagles are going over 38 and a half in many, many games going back. And the 49ers, against much... Uh, worst teams throwing the football have allowed a lot of big plays for five or six weeks in a row. That includes Washington, Arizona, Las Vegas, Devontae Adams, uh, Seattle, and uh, Dallas in the playoff game as well. And the secondary can be had in my opinion by the 49ers. I'm gonna go over 38 and a half for Jalen Hurts. And uh, I know Matt Humans had a loser on the show the other day with Penn State plus six. He's very good in college basketball, and he has the pulse on Purdue better than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. He went there, and for years, he knows the Boilermakers basketball team and football team inside and out. He said, watch the number on Thursday, and I believe he said if it's three or better, take Michigan. Okay. Oh, I will back him again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride his coattails here and hopefully cash this ticket tonight. I'll go Michigan plus five at home against Purdue.
4: Very good. All right. Getting close, right? couple days away from the games. Enough talk already. Let's get there. Uh, this uh, this number's moved against me now. I can't believe it. There's 46 and a halves out there with this Eagle total. Okay. Very surprised with that, that that's gone up. I like under, bet under 45 and a half. Uh, Monday, bet the Bengals plus one and a half. More on that coming up where it could wind up. Will Burrow throw an interception? No, even money. Every team with a rushing touchdown, three to one. Every team kicks a field goal Sunday, even money. Will there be points in every quarter? Yes, minus 165. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials. Posted at afternoon Eastern, betrivers.com. You can find these picks with every pick mentioned by every host and guest, slash picks. Awesome. Yep,
2: Paul, I'm seeing 46.5 now on the screen everywhere. Yep. Did total?
4: Uh huh. Updated numbers at DraftKings. Remember, we did this bef- when the playoffs started? Most passing yards, entire playoffs. Burrow now the favorite, plus one ten, Purdy plus one twenty. Well, Mahomes and Hertz had the bye, and then Mahomes was hurt, and Hurts had an easy time of it, and they took it easy on the Giants. So Pat's nine to one, Hertz is twelve. And Pat's also hurt, So even I I would the say the extra game has been enormous here, and that's
2: Okay. I'm I'm pretty intrigued by that number though with Mahomes. Are you? Okay. They win that game. Go they back the to the back three fifty, yeah. He can at nine to one. Purdy could win, and they throw. He throws for one seventy. Uh, he's all right. I, I think that might be a decent way to. Because I got the Bengals now. I'm fully low. I'm I'm set up okay. I'm much better off if the Bengals win this than the Chiefs, because I bet the Chiefs to win the AFC plus one forty five. But I think that might not be a bad way to kind of like hedge it as well. If Mahomes is going to be okay, they win the game. He'll have a third one, and he can throw for a bunch of yards. Okay.
4: McCaffrey is plus one twenty five for rushing. Mixon's plus two fifty. Sanders plus 550, Pacheco plus 650. Gainwell's 13 to 1, Hertz is 20.
2: That's a really good. You got re- to break that down into handicap. Tough, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, so I'll just reverse what I just said on Mahomes going 9 to 1. Looking at that alone, Mixon plus 250, don't you think there's a real path there for him? Because if they win this game, he'll get another one. That'll be four overall for him. Yeah and look at how good they were against the bills last week and again if they if they recognize early on that they can run against the chiefs i
4: think i think taylor's going to be okay right. doing that and mccaffrey has the calf and mitchell's going to get carries too receiving chase plus 150 debo plus 225 kelsey great game but one game plus 650 kittle 10 to 1 the kittle Smith. super bowl mvp number has been on yep. the
2: move all week long I saw. I think guys as be. low as uh, sixty to one yesterday. Now
4: Smith, Brown, Ayuk, twenty to one. Higgins, twenty-five to one. That's most receiving yards for the entire playoffs. Okay, that is excellent. So Dustin, our producer, mentioned it, and there were, we're also getting several tweets saying this has to be some kind of a hoax, calling shenanigans with the McDonald's Uber. Yeah, but I. There, are, you, to what you said earlier, there are people out there who are completely oblivious to their surroundings yeah. Oh, what's ha- going on?
2: Right. I mean, you have to remove yourself from, like, this show is very specific. I mean, we talk about sports, but we also, I mean, sports betting. The entire world, believe it or not, they don't have action on tonight's game. Like, there are people out there who have never paid attention to sports. Uh,
4: but here's the thing. Put the, that sp- picture up. Yeah, Look th- at this. The, 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 the There's up. a basketball game going on. The guy in the corner's got the ball for Loyola, and the guy's right next to him yeah, he's bringing us McDonald's.
2: He's playing, they're double-teaming the guy. <laughs> So he's at he's on the court. he's on the court. That's yes. But also, if it's I'm not going to go hoax, but I'll say this: Is it possible this Uber Eats driver lost a bet or was dared to bring food into the arena and actually do this? Like the person who ordered it, well, he on the app. walk on the floor though, if that was that part of the bet, maybe, maybe that's part of the bet. Why, why is maybe. he walking on the? Floor? He's right next to the player. He could shake his hand. Maybe that this is like impractical impractical jokers, right? I mean, they're willing to do anything on, on TV as a, as a gag. Maybe the person who ordered in the arena is friends with this guy and said, look, I'm going to put in an order. I want you to bring it to the game. And I want you to act, Paulie, like you just said, completely oblivious. And you walk on the court to try to find me like you have no idea what's going on. Here's the bet. I will bet you 100 bucks you won't do it. I'll bet you 200 bucks you won't do it, whatever. And the guy says, okay, I'll take that bet. I'll do it, no problem. So, some people operate like this. They have onions of stone. Nothing
4: bothers him whatsoever. Yeah, how is the guy, should the guy be allowed in? Can the guy, no, seriously, can he just, security's going to let him in? Hey, what are you doing? I don't have a ticket, but someone ordered food. I'm going to bring it, and he's in the stands.
2: Is it possible that he was actually at the game, he had an Uber Eats sticker with him, or works Uber Eats, there's a McDonald's in the arena, he went up to get it, and then that's part of the joke as well. Oh my! It's got to be moose. We're just trying to think up because people are like hitting us up all day long, guys. Well, who, this is fake.
4: Well, who's in it we, okay. uh, for who though? Who's in on it? McDonald's? I mean, what's the what's the hoax? What's the Maybe drama business? Is it is it Uber? No, Eats? No, 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 no. I think no. my who, thing is side huh? bet. My thing is a side bet between I know, I'm saying, I know, and, but with
2: the other people, with the right, yeah, I don't get the hoax angle. Uh, at at a, at a at a Duquesne basketball game to make a viral video.
4: If you wanted to do it and to go well, you're gonna succeed going viral. But if you really wanted to hit a home run, you would do it at a at a bigger event. You wouldn't do it at Loyola and Duquesne. That's what on that's, a Wednesday. Yeah. So you do it at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Carlos
2: Jr. Uber Eats. Come on, <laughs> I got 42 cheeseburgers. Oh. I got to get these delivered. God,
4: you know, fan behavior is always something, and we, what we see in the NBA from time to time. And people, I bought a ticket to the game. I can do whatever I want, sure. say whatever I want. Can sure. you imagine if fan man happened today? We're dating ourselves, but it was, uh, was oh. it Bo Holyfield? Yeah. A guy came in, parachuted, parachuted into the ring.
2: I had somebody tell me last night, this is more improbable than the parachute guy. I'm not so sure about that. No. The guy nailed That's... the
4: landing. He came into the ring while it was going on. And they beat him with the brick. The yeah. cell phones were bricks he's, back he, then.
2: He, the guy's lucky he walked out of there alive. Oh, well, they shoot him down now. Oh, yeah, he's done. They take the, care th- of that. that will never happen again, right? No. How can it? With security that we have nowadays? Guy coming in like that with... Well, first of all, we never have outdoor boxing events, which is sad. Uh, We should go back to those days. Yeah,
4: or you never have a big boxing event. I know. uh, How the sport is. Let me give you this. An email
2: that we got. It's ftm at com, And uh, we also put this up on Twitter, at vcin live, our discussion on the uh, the NBA and how it's so difficult to bet the sport right now. And you never know until before tip off sometimes, an hour before, you can have an idea, but you never really have concrete information. This is from Brennan. He said, Mitch, I work for a sports analytics firm with, gambling, with a gambling lineup business. We have three full-time guys analyzing daily starting lineups and player availability. One guy is on until 9.30 p.m. East Coast as it takes about 15 minutes from the confirmation until our simulations are complete enough to find plays on sides, totals, and player props. Last night, for example, the Lakers game, rosters were not 100% confirmed until about 9.15 p.m. Eastern. Contrast this with any other sport. In NCAA basketball, for example, mm-hmm. we are fully booked by 1 p.m. each day, except for Saturdays. It's ridiculous, and just goes to show you anybody making a living betting NBA is a total grinder. You have to be. Yeah. I mean, we're on. We're on. Our show ends 12 hours before tip off on the West Coast. I think we had four late games last night in the NBA. Yeah. You, we can have an idea of what's going to happen. like on a back-to-back, but we're not even close to getting, you know, confirmation. We are a half a day away sometimes from getting actually, you know, real lineups.
4: Seven-point move in that Sacramento-Memphis game. When these teams are on lengthy road trips, how they uh, sit, guys. And and, and a team that has had success, like a Golden State, would just, okay, everyone's out. Steve Kerr, I apologize. But Kerr, in his apology, said, we got to go to 72 games. We have to. Yep. I did see... um, there was a tweet that we got today saying that uh, it's
2: got to be like soccer. Is it? They pointed out that soccer lineups have to be in two hours before the game, the match starts. The two hours? Is that what it is? That'd be a good okay. start. All right. That'd be a good starting point. The, the Memphis game you brought up was 50 minutes before. God. Paul Charchin, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. A bunch of player props to look at. Coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIM, The Sports Betting Network.
4: is follow the money on v Bet $10 on the conference championship games and get a square. Football fans, it's this weekend. Check it out, betrivers.com. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money by playing the exclusive BetRivers Squares this season. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use, full terms and conditions available, betriverssquares.com.
2: All right, let's hit some player props here. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program now. Only, what, two appearances left? Oh, don't in, say
1: yes, tell, uh, that's sad. Oh God. Yeah, it Jeez. is. It's just three NFL games left until September. I oh,
2: don't even say Oh, it. Come, on. come on, church. You can't.
1: <laughs> oh man. God. Ah, oh. makes me sick. Man, if we're going to be, we're going to be waiting through a thousand baseball games and you know, like college basketball, pretending we care, waiting for the football season to roll around.
2: Yeah. Well, you have season tickets to the twins. So I know that you get excited 81 days out of the oh. year to go watch them play in person. Um, yeah. So I was trying to make the case a little earlier. I would actually search for alternate props to go under on Brock Purdy passing yards this week. I think it's. Mm. I think he's up against it. I think, I mean, that pass rush, mm-hmm. that secondary, it's all elite, right? Yeah. going to be tough for him. What say you?
1: Totally agree. The, the line right now is sitting at 220 and a half. He's been under that line himself five of his eight games. Um, the three over games where he managed to go over 225, by the way, the average ranking in pass defense by those teams was 15th. Mm. Eagles are arguably the NFL's best pass defense, and actually I don't even think there's much of an argument that they're not. Get this, 13 of the last 14 quarterbacks to face the Eagles have failed to hit the line at 220 and a half. Worse, they're not even close. They're averaging 100, they're 183 yards per game. That's 40 yards under the line. This line is pretty broken. And if, in case you think Philly's pass defense is not as good as we're saying it is, here's some data for you. They're number one in net passing yards per game. They're number two in gross passing yards per game. They're number one in sack percentage. They're number one in yards per pass attempt. They're number one in pass rush by Pro Football Focus. And they're fifth in pass coverage by Pro Football Focus. This is a brutal matchup. Brock Purdy has gotten a primrose path to the (laughs) NFC Championship game. It totally ends here in Philadelphia.
4: Okay. Well, you also like Ayuk under. So who who does... Who, if it, who does anything for San Francisco then offensively? Who, who gets yards? Who gets uh,
1: rushing and receiving? Well, at their line, nobody. There is not a niner I would take at their line right now. Wow. Nobody. Not one. And it, I'm factoring in injuries to McCaffrey, which worries me a lot. I would consider his, his receiving over where he fully healthy. Elijah Mitchell. I'm interested in Elijah Mitchell. He's hurt too. So I, there's, not, there's not an angle I like here. There's none. And it depends a little bit on if whether or not Avante Maddox ends up playing their slot cornerback for the Eagles. If he doesn't go, then I've got a little bit more interest on slot guys like Juwan Jennings and maybe Debo Samuel. But let's talk Brandon Ayuk for a minute. And why am I going to yeah. isolate him for his under 45 and a half? I'm nervous about Purdy, as I just mentioned. His receivers all feel like unders to me as well. The guy to target for an underplay is whoever's going to see the most of cornerback James Bradbury. He is awesome. Now, all of the Niners receivers run from all over the field, but by but Ayuk lines up on the left side the most often, and that is the James Bradbury side. That's bad for Ayuk. Let's talk Bradbury for a minute. Last week, Bradbury gave up three yards in his coverage. Three. Man. Over the past eight games. He's allowed 17 yards per game. Eight games, I mean, we're talking about like half a season here. This is a gigantic sample size. He's 17 yards per game. And Ayuk will run around and play other sides of the field. He runs runs on that side about 45% of the plays. But when you go to the other side of the field, he's got Darius Slay. The Slay ride is not much better. He's giving up 28 yards per game in his coverage. So there's just, there's no easy coverages for Ayuk. It's all bad. So yeah, we're going to go under the 45 and a half yards on Ayuk.
2: Okay, I'm telling you right now, uh, people are listening, Charge. This is no joke. You're moving the Brock Purdy number.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, we're not.
2: I would like to think you you know, that, that we have that kind of I'm telling. Right I, just, I just saw it on an app. It just happened. You just moved the number.
1: Geez. Well, it should be. It's absurd that it's as high as it was. Just based on the one stat that I gave you, 13 yeah. of the last 14 quarterbacks to face Philly have failed to hit that number. Yes. That alone should move this line.
2: Yeah. Okay. So then what about for the Eagles? It was Gainwell on the uh-huh. ground last week.
1: He was awesome. How do you yeah. want to approach him this week against the Niners? We're going to go for the receiving angle on Gainwell. In a nutshell, when you're looking at Philadelphia running backs, if you think the Eagles will complete one pass to a running back, just one in the entire game, you got to take Kenneth Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell for over seven and a half yards because Miles Sanders and Boston Scott simply don't catch passes. They don't even get targeted. Now, Gainwell has been targeted at least once in 8 straight games, and he has gone over this he's gone over 7 yards in 6 of the last 7 games. And here's the best part. For as great as the Niners defense is, and it's obviously really good, this is the one spot where they struggle. The Niners rank 26th in receptions allowed to running backs and 16th in yards allowed to running backs. The average running back mm. receiving line against the Niners, 5 receptions for 34 yards. I need one-fifth of all of those numbers to hit Kenneth Gainwell over seven and a half yards. This one feels like a great opportunity. Broken line, I'd go get Kenneth Gainwell over seven and a half receiving yards.
4: Okay, uh, before we get to the props on the AFC game, what do you expect from Mahomes?
1: Well, based on you know, the data that we saw, the, the, the camera work that we yeah. saw yesterday, the ankle looked fine, and then you, as people have probably talked to you this week, the last time he played... On zero weeks off, on a high ankle sprain, he threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. So I'm still expecting him to be reasonably, reasonably safe here. But you know, I think he'll st- certainly start and likely finish the game. But you know, we're taking away a key component of his 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 game is his ability to extend plays with his legs, which is huge. So mm-hmm. I'm nervous about you know ultimate overall. I'm I am nervous about him and this passing game. But do do expect him to play through it and, and still play well? But just I don't think we're going to get the miracle plays because. Most of those miracle plays that we see out of Mahomes don't happen in the pocket. They happen when he extends plays. Do you expect the
2: Bengals to win the game?
1: Yes. You do? Yeah. We'll talk about one of the angles here in just a minute.
2: Okay. Well, it is rushing yards for the Chiefs. Mm. I'm actually, my gut reaction was I can't believe the number's that high. Uh, It's it's Jarek McKinnon, so you want to go under on him?
1: Yeah, he's 30 and a half rushing yards, and it's absurd. This isn't. A, this is, this line is way out of whack. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's, so let's get this out of the way right now. First, McKinnon, these teams met in week 13. McKinnon ran for 51 yards. So you're like, well, well, 31 seems really easy. The catch is, everything. every other data point I can give you is all screams under. That's the only reason to think McKinnon might get over 30 and a half rushing yards. So he's been under 31 rushing yards in four straight games the last month of games. And on the season, 16 of his 19 games were under the line, 30 and a half rushing yard. Uh, McKinnon has been, in the, in the games in which he's gotten over the 31 and a half rushing yards, he's had to carry the ball at least eight times, which he does not do. That's really, really rare for him, and it's only happened three times all season. And Cincinnati is a great run defense that's rounding into fantastic form of late since seeing McKinnon in week 13. The Bengals are giving up 3.4 yards per carry to runners. That's it. That would put them number one on the season at 3.4 yards per carry. McKinnon would need 10 carries to hit the over. He only had 10 carries twice all season. That's not going to happen. Clyde Edwards-Alaire might return. There's a lot of reason here to think that Jarek McKinnon's not going to sniff 30 and a half rushing yards.
2: I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wrapping it up here with Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchin on follow the money. It's and The Sports Betting Network. Your final player prop, and I love this. You got to look below the surface a lot, right? Forget the star players, uh, because yeah. those numbers are gonna be really, really tight. Who do you right. like that's kind of a um a non-household name this week?
1: Kansas City's backup tight end, Noah Gray. His line is 10 and a half yards. Now, he has topped 10 and a half yards nine of the last 10 games. I mean, so there's that right there. So you're probably thinking, well, if he's topped 10 and a half yards, you know, this line is so broken. The the Bengals must be great against tight ends. Well, no, they're not. They allowed the eighth-most catches to tight ends, the seventh-most yards to tight ends. Last week, Dawson Knox led the Bills in receptions and receiving yards against the Bengals out of the whole team. It was Dawson Knox who was your leader. Backup tight ends, just in recent weeks, backup tight ends who have topped 11 yards against Cincinnati. And again, these are the backups. Week 18, somebody named Charlie Kohler. The week 17 was the Demar Hamlin game, that's out. Week 16, mm-hmm. Janu Smith. Week 15, Kate Otten. And before that, week 13, Noah Gray, he himself topped the, the 10 and a half yards. So he runs routes on 19, runs ru- 19 routes per game. That's enough to get him the one catch that we need for 10 and a half yards. There's your play over 10 and a half yards. Noah Gray.
4: Excellent job. How's Last of Us on HBO?
1: Uh, great. This is, uh, if you love Chernobyl, this is the same, a lot of the same people involved in Chernobyl. It's gritty. Don't get turned off by the fact that Last of Us is a video game adaptation, okay. which have been universally awful. You do not need to have played the video game, and this is this as execution is the best video game adaptation ever. Really? Yes. Okay. Not close. And they're it's releasing not, it, is, a, which is not saying a lot not. either, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. Well, it's only one show it's one episode per week, yeah?
1: Yeah. We're only two episodes okay. in. It's on HBO. Yes. They're they're parsing it out, you know, they're they're dragging it along like they did hey. Chernobyl. It's well. fine.
2: I like yeah, that sometimes yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, you, I you, agree. you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Paul And Thanks, pal.
1: Thanks, my friend. See you
2: later. Yep, talk to you a couple of weeks in for the Super Bowl as well. Excellent job. Boy, the analysis there was awesome. Yes, it the was. The breakdowns, um, very good out of him. Back tomorrow, one final show before Championship Sunday.
4: Yeah. Come gotta get back. With the we kick-off. come back Monday. We know it in the Super Bowl. Oh, my boy. God. Yep. Where's that time coming? Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you.